There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You're looking for the perfect staycation while all that foreign disease is going round? Are you the kind of person who plays the numbers 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 on the National Lottery thinking no one else will think of that? Then there's a very, very small place for you at Bournemouth Beach. With all the social distancing of a can of sardines, you're bound to love the sensation of breathing in a full lungful of someone else's vape, using the same toilet as 15,000 other people, and swimming in a sea covered in a light meniscus of other people. People's sun cream. Come to Bournemouth. It's Darwin in action. You what, mate? Well gone, mad. Don't be stupid. <laughs> Happy Friday to you. Ah, uh, Bournemouth. Also, Marmite. Uh, they've teamed up with Lynx to make a Marmite body spray. Uh, this feels like teasing. To me, it doesn't feel appropriate. Uh, there's a shortage of brewer's yeast. You can only buy 250 gram pots of Marmite. Don't go wasting it on body spray. I don't want to have to go round licking men. I'm so tired of that. Uh, interested to know uh, what you would like to smell of. What kind of uh, flavour combos would you go for? You know, Lynx Africa and Marmite. I could go for that. Uh, I would say that the smoked mackerel and LucasAid marketing board has missed a bit of a trick there, uh, except for on the 124 bus from Catford to Eltham in the early 90s. Um, so, you know, what uh, what combinations do you like? Uh, what sort of hashtag niffy combo would you go for? Uh, it has been suggested, uh, chiefly by Julie Prince, uh, bacon and bluebell for the lady. <laughs> Ah, yes. That wonderful. That was a Neil Sedaka song, I think. Bacon and Bluebells. I oh, see. So I want to write that song now. I don't know if I've got time. See if I've got time. And uh, Whiskey and Petrol for the Gentleman, of course. Also, I'd, I'd say Whiskey, Petrol and Conkers. Conkers feels sort of right, doesn't it? I think Badadas do literally a Conkers flavour. Anyway, I have got something new for you. Uh, it's uh, a new strand called... Game Saves, uh, where we look at uh, video games uh, that sort of got you through a certain period of your life. You know, uh, maybe a time where you were really much happier, uh, I don't know, riding your bicycle around Pokemon Land than dealing with 
whatever was happening in your actual life at the time. Uh, I've, I think, talked about my time. Uh, But it's time to hand it over to you. Uh, We'll have some special guests uh, next week. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, I'm going to have John Holmes uh, for you next week talking about his game saves uh, moment. But uh, in the meantime, let's have some of yours. Game saves. Okay, let's start with Niels. He says, hey, Mr. J, come with me on an adventure of a lifetime. Let us travel 30 years into the past to the year 1990. Here we will meet 14-year-old Neil at home, playing with none other than the Commodore Amiga 500, complete with built-in double-density floppy disk drive and a whopping 512 kilobytes of RAM. Oh, my God. State-of-the-art. A sleek, beige, bulky beauty. <laughs> Isn't that what any of us wants? Well, maybe that should be my Twitter bio. Anyway, and what is he playing while sat attired in his best sweater shop sweater? Sweater shop? And Joe Bloggs jeans? Oh, that's impressive. I was very much a Mr. Byright man myself. The Secret of Monkey Island! Oh, yeah! Guy Brush Threepwood. The point-and-click adventure of pirates. Pointing and clicking in fact there was so much pointing and clicking i developed carpal tunnel syndrome that and the transformers during the 80s but not the gobots never the gobots oh god yeah the gobots i i vaguely remember them but i do remember the secret of monkey island i remember thinking it was the most beautiful game i'd ever seen like the color palette it was ah it was so gorgeous off was it like um Lucas Arts, I think it was, wasn't it? Anyway, I spent the entire school summer holiday completing the game. I was alone, unwashed, famished, and looking like a haunted ghost whose hands had turned into talons. The haggard state of my body <laughs> emerged in early September, like from a chrysalis, only to get a school bag ready and to empty the milk bottles I'd been using as makeshift urine storage. <laughs> Can't you make batteries out of you can i think you've you wasted wasted that uh, not a massively interesting story but the next time we could have resident evil on the ps1 and a string of failed sexual adventures in the world of bartending i'll take it uh, so long and thanks thanks to you neil thank you for uh, our inaugural game saves shall we have another one now I think we should have another one now, just because, you know, it's the first one and we want to bed it in a little bit, don't we? It's not today at swanburst.com if there's a video game that takes you back to a certain place in time and what were you doing and stuff. Uh, Owen has emailed saying, in high school, it was Portal 2. Okay, was this a Mac game? Uh, Or maybe not, I don't know. I sort of remember, there's like portals, right? I think there's two of them. (laughs) No, and you have to... I think it was a good-looking game, wasn't it? It was like a... quite. Anyway, Owen says, I'm an only child and was feeling those lonely teenage feelings. No idea what you're talking about. And the setting was so isolating and solitary, it struck something a little. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. It was the first of that kind of grown-up game I played that didn't have guns or feature killing. Ah, and had a really great storyline that was funny and moving and caught you off guard. Oh, I want to play this game now. 
I think I've played it through maybe 10 or 11 times over the years. Wow. I might, I might need to try that one out. Most recently, it's been Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Is that the, uh, uh, the new one on the Switch? I am not getting into that. I can't, I can't get into that. Uh, but I do want to play Portal 2. Anyway, uh, uh, Owen continues. There's a freedom to just being able to jump off a cliff and float through the air. <laughs> How different. Yes, uh, be as aimless as you want. Cooking, making friends with dogs, riding, <laughs> which is illegal. Uh, so I get, yeah, riding horses, searching for treasure, completing puzzles, or, you know, making some time to save the kingdom from eternal darkness. The archery mechanic is really satisfying as well. Nice. Uh, also Minecraft. Well, I mean, Minecraft is, I think, just... It's so brilliant. It's like a whole... It's it's a whole genre anyone else uh neil says anyone else feel queasy when their character jumps off something oh definitely in minecraft when you hear that split g noise when you land Bork. can't take it um tell me about a game you played and why you played it and what you were escaping from it's not today at swanburst.com next week we will have john holmes's and next week i will I have had some time to do some prep for this show. Uh, it all evaporated. This week just evaporated. It's mad. Uh, let's have a That's Lovely and uh, welcome once again, Brinsley, dear love. Hello there. Well, welcome to That's Lovely. Bringing lovely things into your ears ever since 1977. When I began my bid for a Lifetime Broadcasting Award, which has still not yet materialised. And this is Brinsley, dear love, with an email from Pablo, who says, Greetings and salutations to you, my dear gingerly sneer bluff. It's Brinsley, dear Ah, whilst you're doing this on purpose, I know what's going on here. Whilst perusing my many pieces of fine art I have within my private collection... I was taken by these four images in particular. I was hoping you could cast your eyes upon these masterpieces and let me know if they are lovely, and if so, how lovely they are. All the best. Pabro, Pabro, Pablo from Newcastle, the city. Not to be confused with any pointlessly expensive architectural vanity project. Well, let's have a look now, and gosh, we've got all the classics here. This is... Is this Venus Rising? I believe Venus, is it Venus standing atop a large clam shell? And that, well, that is, I mean, that's unquestionably lovely. What a, what a collection. And now I confess I don't know this. It's by an artist called Daly and it's a young boy sleeping, being watched over by a vigilant puppy with a somewhat grave face. Bless you, Spike. And here are two ladies having tea in the afternoon sun and, dare I say, an unquestionably English-looking garden. They have fine bonnets on, and how resplendent they look. And the... <laughs> Come on! How... What? What's even the point? Who did that? Who did that? Batman and Robin! Oh, God! And he's... He's chained! He's chained to the... And, the, and Riddler and the Joker are looking in. I don't see how... Robin could physically do that. 
and I don't think it would taste very nice. That is not lovely. That's not at all. And you knew it wasn't. Come on. You people are doing this on purpose. If you've got any things that are that are solely lovely, please send them to me. It's not today at swanburst.com. Don't take a rise out of it, all right? Get in the ump. Well, uh, I'm sort of running out of time at the moment, uh, but uh, there are some really exciting things coming your way next week, I think. I'm hoping to have John Holmes, Martin Kellner, and uh, a chicken expert. Also an expert in other animals. Uh, Lots of new features. It's very exciting. Um, I'm going to close with a couple of questions, though. Uh, Lee, that one, not the other one, asked me, uh, hashtag Amel, uh, hashtag ask me online. Uh, who are your musical influences? Oh, wow. Well, um, Spike Jones, the band leader in the 50s. He was amazing. Uh, I think I played some last week on our watch along uh for patreons uh if you're a patreon it's patreon.com slash not today pod um at any price tier you get to uh do a fun watch along on a friday night uh where we just watch some goofy stuff and um and everyone makes funnier jokes about it than than me uh but i get to sit there front and center in the typical white cis male way anyway uh so spike jones uh, i played some of that last week and i think it drove everyone away uh which is amazing considering some of the other stuff that we watched uh but he was sort of like the weird al yankovic of his time only funny and uh i love um that's tricky isn't it when i grew up it was billy joel and the first gig i went to was the flying pickets and they were brilliant and they still there's a great song of theirs uh, called God We Were Laughing, which I do recommend. It's a really beautiful song. Um, but um, I don't know. Like, it's one of those things. Uh, well, I've got, uh, yeah, I'm going to come on to, to, to more more music stuff. Uh, anyway, Lee also wants to know, what's the first instrument you picked up and get a tune out of? I think we're still waiting on that one, aren't we? Um, the first thing I had to go on was the saxophone. I had no confidence. You know, kids played recorders like in primary school and I, I never dared to do that. I didn't think. I was like, that, no way. That's not, no way. No way I could do that. Um, and then sort of had to go on the saxophone and discovered I was right. But um, I mean, the saxophone's fine. It's okay. It's not my favourite instrument. Um, I like being able to play chords. So the second instrument is possibly more interesting, which is the ukulele. Uh, one summer holiday with um, my aunt and uncle and cousins, and my uncle taught me to play the ukulele. And he wrote out, I've still got it somewhere, a little in an exercise book, like ways, like learning chords and stuff. And it was really brilliant and it was really exciting to be able to play something that sounded like music. You know what I mean? Like with an instrument that's like a, a monophonic instrument, like a wind instrument or whatever, it's fine, but it's just a series of tones. Whereas once you've got chords in play, and I mean, you know. That's my new melodica and I love it. Um, it starts to sound like music and that was very thrilling to me. So uh, there you go. Favourite instrument to play? I would say probably the melodica. Uh, and not just because I've got a new one, which is the most beautiful thing. But it's... I like the physicality of blowing into it. I like the fact that it's a keyboard. 
Uh, Owen asks, what music do you listen to when you want to cheer up? Well, sometimes the way to sort of, it's sort of fighting fire with fire. Like (coughs) when I'm in a really foul mood and I'm angry about something, sometimes listening to something like Bill Hicks is great because it's like fighting fire with fire. He kind of snuffs it out in you. Um, And I think musically, sometimes it's the same thing. Sometimes you just want to get lost in stuff. I'd really recommend listening to, is it Mika or Misha? Mika Levy, M-I-C-A-L-E-V-Y. Uh, her soundtrack to Under the Skin is... So it's it's not cheering up music at all. The one, the album that I keep coming back to is Eurythmics, uh, inspired by the motion picture soundtrack, i.e. we're not going to put it on. Sorry, Eurythmics. Uh, it was 1984. Uh which has got a lot of sampling and, and probably hasn't dated well, but because I listened to it then in my head, I don't hear the datedness of it. I just hear this really dark, weird, primal, semi-feral soundtrack with Annie Lennox doing everything she can think of in this wordless, snarling, biting, jolting, dark thing. It's really great. And I and, and that's winter music. We should come. That's a good question. Do you have summer music and winter music? Because I do. Um, and it's not necessarily about the artists. Eurythmics, nineteen eighty four. That's a winter album. And they might be Giants eponymous album. That's a winter album. But they might be Giants Flood. That's a summer album. Anyway, uh, so uh, yeah, I listen to I listen to those. Uh, kind of when I'm in a bit of a torpor. Uh, to cheer up, uh, there's a great Woody Woody Herman compact jazz. Uh, like Sony did a thing, Walkman jazz. And then they did compact, compact jazz when compact discs came out. And uh, it's an amazing compilation. Whoever made all of those, they really knew their stuff. And there's a Woody Herman album. And it always reminds me of like my dad cooking when I was a kid. And he used to listen to it. And now I love it. It's a classic Friday night album for me. Like early Friday evening before you go out. It's so bright and brassy and amazing. So there you go. Uh, They also ask, what's the most I can't believe that just happened thing you've witnessed or been a part of? I might have to think about that one. Uh, And what's your favourite spice to cook with? For a long time it's smoked paprika, but I'm emerging. Onto cumin now. Uh... That, I think, is it for today and for this week. Have a wonderful weekend. Uh, if uh, Patreons, uh, hopefully I will see you at 9.30 tonight for our watch-along uh, in the special place. Check your Patreon. There's a special place for you to go to. Uh, if you want to join up, it's uh, patreon.com slash nottodaypod. And uh, you too can be part of a select gang of people who, um, who are very... It's charity work, isn't it? Let's be honest. I think I think it's tax deductible. Uh, right. Have a good weekend. Lots of love. See you for all the new things next week. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.